This episode is a little different because today I'm on the streets of New York City. Come with me and I'll tell you why. Welcome back to I'd Rather Be at the Beach, brought to you by me. I'm Simon and I run the Bonjour Agency. If you work in an independent school, then this is the podcast for you where we don't talk about work, but we do talk to people in the independent school sector. It's fun. It's fascinating. It's fabulous. So let's jump into it. So just a quick thing before we start, if you have a school podcast and if you want to increase the number of downloads that you get in it, then I would encourage you to do one simple thing, which is to make it less corporate and more conversational. The number of podcasts that I hear, not just for schools actually, but for a wide range of people, so many of them tend to be corporate instead of conversational. They feel like they need to be delivering an, well, if I say overly professional message, then you know what I mean. It just kind of, well, (laughs) boring really is what I mean. But instead, just keep it conversational, keep it fun, and that will keep your audience listening because what they really want to hear is something genuine, authentic, from the heart, and not something that's overly scripted or anything else, which is part of the reason actually why I'm recording this episode, stood here on the streets of Manhattan, uh, literally with no notes in front of me at all, using a microphone and talking to you. But the other reason why I thought that I would record a podcast is, well, actually, the reason why I'm here in Manhattan is because I'm visiting a school here tomorrow. I'm recording this on a Sunday evening, a Sunday evening in January, a very cold January in New York. But what I chose to do was to record this here instead of recording it in my hotel room, because actually I wanted to demonstrate the fact that you can record a podcast kind of from, well, I say kind of, literally from anywhere you like. I mean, if you're talking to somebody else, you can be with them, talking to them from anywhere you like. But if the person that you're talking to isn't actually physically with you, then you can just make a recording online so long as you have an internet connection. Some people think that you need to have some kind of recording studio or a quiet room or soundproof panels up on your wall and stuff like that. You do not need that at all. I'm literally stood here in New York, but also intentionally not in a quiet part of New York. I'm I'm actually stood halfway across the road at one of those uh, zebra crossings. They don't call them zebra crossings though. Uh, I don't, we've got crosswalk, that's what they call them. Uh, But I'm literally halfway across the road, thankfully on an island part. I'm not stood on the road. It's not dangerous at all or anything like that. Anyway, three things that I wanted to mention in this podcast. Number one is this. More and more people are listening to podcasts. You are listening to this podcast, so by the very fact that you're listening to it yourself, you probably know that more people are listening to them. Now, if you're working in a school and you have a podcast, then you'll know that more and more of your parent community are listening to podcast episodes, and that's a really good thing to be aware of. If you don't have a podcast in your school, then maybe you know that already, and maybe you're thinking about getting a podcast at some point. This episode, by the way, is not a sales pitch at all. I'm not here to convince you that you should get a podcast from us. But I am very keen for you to investigate having a podcast and you can do it yourselves if that's something that you would like to do. But genuinely, having a podcast in your school is a great thing to do if you have not explored it already. The schools that we work with where the marketing manager or the marketing director or even the head of the school where they where they generally don't listen to podcasts themselves, but they do recognize that the parent body tends to listen to podcasts. They're the ones who I, 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 I'm full of admiration for them when they start a school podcast because they're not the kind of people to listen themselves but they recognize that the parent body is. Now it's always interesting to to think about why more and more people are listening to podcasts. I mean part of the reason is that podcasts are generally speaking audio only so people tend to play them when they're in the car, when they're walking the dog or when they are in the gym. 
and all of those places are places where they can't do something else like watch a video instead and that they're already doing something else and that's kind of the, the most important thing is that you're not trying to stop people to capture their attention for 20 minutes they're already doing something else so all that you're doing really is is allowing them to make the most of their time uh, while they're doing that thing and they're able to tune in and listen to whatever is being said so if you have a school podcast and maybe the head is talking about uh, what's coming up over the next 12 months or really what sort of a person they are when they're not in school then your audience will carry on listening to that recording if it's a 20 minute recording that they'll generally listen to the whole episode whereas if you had a 20 minute video and you're trying to stop them in their tracks on social media and encourage them to sit down and stop everything just to watch the video for 20 minutes that's like an impossible thing to do uh, even a two or three minute video is, is a tricky video to get them to watch it's got to be hyper engaging for them to stop and do something like that for two or three minutes but with a podcast, of course, they carry on doing their thing. And generally as well, it's, 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 it's actually kind of quite hard for them to stop doing their thing in order to change the podcast to something else. You know, whereas on, on YouTube, if people are watching a YouTube video, they tend to jump from one to another to another to another. But on a podcast, if they're, if they're driving and they're listening, then they tend to just carry on listening all the way through to the end. So that's the first thing. More and more people are listening to podcast episodes and more people are listening to longer length podcasts as well. Uh, quite often people say to me, what is a good length for a school podcast? Now, people do have podcasts which are not schools, but people do have podcasts which are over an hour long. I definitely wouldn't suggest that you have one that's that long. I think you'll struggle with a school podcast episode to, to keep your listeners engaged for that period of time. Equally though, I think if you do something that's say five, 10 minutes long, then it's just not long enough to get deep into the meat of the conversation where people could be sort of expanding on, on really who they are when they're not in school, you know, maybe what they get up to during the weekends when, when, when they're not in school. So my advice is often that the sweet spot is around about 20 minutes, maybe, maybe 25 minutes, but try not to go much longer than that. And that's really good. Okay, so that's the first thing. More and more people are listening to podcast episodes. Number two, if you have a podcast, then I would encourage you to get to the point as quickly as possible. People tend to be far less patient these days. We know that. We know that attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. And when people are listening to a podcast or when they're watching a YouTube video for that matter, then they really do just want you to get to the point as quickly as possible. In fact, uh, this isn't just my opinion at all. Uh, the CEO of Google, one of the most common questions that they are, or one of the most common features that are requested uh, of YouTube is that there is a button which is get me to the point quickly uh, because that's what people want. And it, we, we know what it's like, don't we? If, if you're watching a YouTube video and you've clicked on it because it says something like uh, how to sum a total in Excel or something like that and then you click on it and someone starts the YouTube video saying in this video I'm going to explain to you how to sum a column in Excel it's like you don't need that because you've clicked on it because that's what the title is you just want someone to get to the point quickly and it's kind of the same with podcasting as well so if you have a podcast then I would encourage you to get to the point as quickly as possible uh, you'll notice that with this episode and uh, with all of the episodes that, that we produce we just do a super short intro and then we get straight into it as quickly as possible. That's the second point. If you have a podcast, get to the point quickly. Actually, not just that. End it quickly as well. There's a very scientific reason for this. When people are listening to a podcast at the stage where you start to close it off, if you have a five-minute ending to your podcast, 
where you start to bring it to a close and then you summarize what people have been listening to and then you start talking about when the next episode is going to be coming out, then people generally don't listen to the whole of the outro. They'll listen to the start, they'll know that the main content is now over and they'll click off that podcast episode and they won't listen to the rest of it. Now you might think to yourself, well, what's the, what, what's the drama in that? What's the problem? If people want to listen, they can listen. If they don't listen, then they don't have to listen. The problem with that is that the analytics show that that podcast episode wasn't listened to all the way through to the end. In fact, worse, it kind of indicates that people got part way through and then they clicked off it. That means that it won't start appearing as a suggested podcast for other people to listen to, people who haven't subscribed to your podcast channel. So it actually can be a damaging thing to your podcast channel if you have a long outro. Um, And the same goes as well for sometimes people say, well, if you've got an audio podcast, you can just stick it on YouTube with a graphic you know with your artwork or with your school logo just stick it on youtube some people will listen but if people don't listen then it doesn't matter but equally that can be a problem because youtube is the same thing generally speaking people won't sit and watch a a, a, just a logo on a youtube screen and listen to your podcast episode that they might click and play it for a couple of minutes but then they'll click away because there's nothing for them to see youtube of course will class that as a as a not a successful Uh, YouTube video and therefore they won't be recommending your channel to other people and then thirdly of course if you don't have a podcast then I would argue there has never been a better time to start one the equipment that you need to get a podcast going is so minimal if you if you want to have a podcast in your school then all that you actually need is a is a relatively inexpensive microphone you can pick one up from Amazon the Samsung QTU or the ATR2100 uh, links to both those with this uh, with this podcast episode in the show notes. They are both on Amazon around about 70, 75 pounds or in the, if you're in the US, 70, 75 dollars. And they are great quality microphones. They are the ones that I recommend to all of the schools that we work with. And actually, intentionally, that's the microphone that I use myself. I'm always tempted to upgrade it to something fancy like the Shure SM7B. You don't need to remember all these names, by the way. But intentionally, I do keep it as the one that I recommend to schools because it is such a great microphone. And it means that when when I'm recording a podcast episode with a school, then my audio quality is going to be just the same as the schools. So there you are, a short episode here today. I just wanted to mention those three things. One of the things actually that I have noticed walking around New York is that the local people here, the Americans, what are New York people called? New Yorkians? No, they're not. What are they called? They they tend to be very obedient when it comes to road crossings. Uh, Certainly in Europe, in London, where I've spent a lot of my life, uh, or in Paris, where I'm living now, we, we generally just dash across the road whether or not there's a green man there. But in New York, they, they tend not to do that. People of all ages, all sizes, uh, they, they tend to wait for it to be a, a, a proper walk. Maybe it's because you can get done here for jaywalking, I think they call it. But I think that's more to do with just actually walking down the road as opposed to just dashing across the road. But I do smile when I see people from New York being very obedient at the road. Anyway, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you haven't subscribed to this channel, then do please consider doing that. But I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. You see, even that was a quick sign off.